Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, we're going to hit the mailbag and uh, go to a few emails here. The first one I had... Um, out for read to you is interesting because I've been wanting to try to figure out how to breach this topic, but um, I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot and we'll see what happens. Uh, I read the email as just wanted to send a quick note to let you know that I've been retired. After teaching for 37 years, I've been retired now for five days and I love the feeling. At 60 years old, I probably still shaved two to five years off my teaching career by investing in real estate through Lifestyles Unlimited. I also know that financial potential for my retirement years has been greatly enhanced by the investments that I have made and will continue to make. I want to thank you for founding LUI, Lifestyles Unlimited, and how you have helped me reach my goal. The community of Lifestyles Unlimited is a fantastic organization to be a part of. Thank you. Have a happy day. Um, look, as I know this couple, and uh, they've been around for a while. They're a great couple. The concept, though, is what I want to get across to you. He's been retired for five days, and it's like a weight off his shoulders. He's a teacher, um, was a teacher. So at some point, he's going to get some teacher retirement if he's probably already had some teacher retirement coming to him. But there's two things here. One. He shaved two to five years off that plan to retire, okay? For many people, they're shaving 10, 20, 30 years off that. I retired at 34 years of age. I'm 65, so I've been retired now for 31 years. Uh, I, I can't even begin to explain to you. Now, many, many times, if you listen to the show all the time, we go into how miserable work life is. I talk about the prison cubicle and the rat race uh, spinner wheel or whatever it is, you get on the, the rat wheel and you go around circles. I talk about the traffic going to and from work. I talk about just you have no life left. Your whole life is spent working. 
and how you never see the end of it because there's no envisionment of an end because you've pretty much been told work hard, put some money into 401k, work until you're 65 years of age. If you have enough in there that you think you can retire, then you go ahead and retire at 65. If you don't, you work till 70 and so on and so forth. We're always talking about the negative side. I think for a minute we should talk about the positive side. reason I guess we don't talk about the positive side so often is because it seems like bragging. So without bragging, let's try to explain what it's like. Myself and hundreds of other Lifestyles members wake up every day, whatever time of day we want to wake up. Now, it just so happens I wake up at 6 in the morning now because I bought myself some new dogs and I got to get up and let them out to go to the bathroom. But the bottom line is I could still really, if I wanted to, just sleep in whatever I want. My wife sleeps in until 10, 11 o'clock every day. She just, she's a night bird. So, but the bottom line is that that first thing to not have to get up to a scrawling alarm clock, right? Screaming alarm clock getting you up every day is just the first thing right out of the day you start with that you don't have to do. Then when you get up, I don't know. But the mornings are the most beautiful part of the day. And I live, and many Lifestyles members live in their dream home. Many people are living on the shoreline to either the ocean or to a nice lake or something. Many live in, you know, the mountainous area where their backyard is just wilderness. I've seen it all. It's all beautiful. I picked mine if you've ever been to my house or you've heard of my house. I've I've got this incredible backyard that's probably nicer than any hotel in the country. Um, I would say other than having an ocean in your backyard, this is probably as nice as it can get. And I wake up every day and that's what I see. And I mean, that starts the day. Think about that. You start your day on a positive where everything's beautiful. Fountains running, waterfalls running, swimming pool glistening, beautiful flowers all over the place, blooming plants. I mean, it's just incredible. Now, why do I tell you this? Not to impress you about what I have, but to impress upon you it's what you could have. And maybe instead of that beauty, you'd rather wake up to an ocean front or whether maybe a mountain behind you, whatever it is. Maybe you'd like to own a ranch and wake up on the ranch and see your animals, whatever it is. It's that thing that you wake up and it's what you see is beautiful. Now, I'm not putting you down if you live in a subdivision. I lived in one. You got a fence and you got neighbors. And you got, I don't have any of that stuff. And neither does most of the rich people at Lifestyles. And say, well, you know, you guys are rich. Go, no, we're you before we became rich. That's what you don't understand. We've gone through that. I lived in a 600-square-foot condo. That was the first place I ever bought to live in for my family. Um, you know, moving up from there to different houses and homes and everything, but not until I got pretty wealthy was I able to start buying just really incredible stuff. And this last home is just over the top. And I've been adding to it now for 10 years or whatever it is I've been here. I don't even know how long I've been here. But I just want you to get that. That's the start of the day. Get your cup of coffee out, relax. I love to go out back, you know, let my dogs out and let them run. And then I love to just sit there and just look at the beauty and just imagine. Some people are scrambling to get up and get dressed and, you know, slam their cup of coffee down and get in their car and go through that miserable drive. 
And I'm just sitting here relaxing, watching my fish swim around in my pond, schooling around in my ponds, watching my dogs run and frolic, watching the birds at my bird feeder. And I have tons of birds because I feed them all the time. Uh, cats running around. I mean, I've got it all. All kinds of stuff here that just is so relaxing. And it's just the way to start the day. And then as you're going through that, then you go, okay, what do I want to do today? And, you know, most days you've got stuff planned out. You say, okay, I, you know, set this appointment up to go do that. Or, you know, I'm going to go get the car detailed today. Or I'm going to go over here and uh, buy some new stuff I want. And I'm always buying new stuff. I mean, you know, once you get to that point in life, um, where you're wealthy, stuff doesn't cost anything anymore. I mean, my wife buys stuff to throw away, and she doesn't throw it away. She gives clothes away to charity all the time or whatever, you know, charitable place she can give it. But the bottom line is she just keeps buying more of it. And now that we got grandkids, they buy them more of it, and, you know, they they live in it for um, six months and get rid of it and whatever. But the bottom line is there's no worry about stuff because when you're wealthy enough, stuff doesn't cost anything. I blew tires out of my truck the other day, and – uh you got, oh, my gosh, you know, that's terrible. You get, you know, do you want to turn that over to your insurance? I'm not going to turn that over to my insurance. I, mean, I don't want to raise my insurance rates for nothing. I mean, I'll pay for it. It's no big deal. And you're probably sitting there going, oh, my God, how am I going to pay for it? You know, my, my insurance has got to pay for it. Can I even afford the deductible? Then they're going to raise my rates. All that stuff goes away, guys. All that stress, all that pressure just to get by. Then after that, you know, you go, hey, it's time for a little fitness. Do I want to do morning fitness today? I'm going to do a little cardiovascular. Um, Maybe I'll wait and go to the gym, eat some lunch, get some calories in me, go to the gym afterwards. Uh, Sometimes I go to the gym early and then eat afterwards. I mean, it's just whatever you want to do. Um, You know, there's always some emails and stuff, and you contact with people, and then from that end, afternoon on, nighttime, it's like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What's up? You know, and I've got tons of hobbies, so it's not like I don't have anything to do. I have a ton of stuff I want to do. That's what's interesting about once you become retired is that <laughs> a whole lot of void becomes always filled. The void, no matter what it is, no matter how much void you create, it always becomes filled. The only difference is it becomes filled with stuff you want to do as opposed to stuff you have to do. I remember when I used to work 12 hours a day, six days a week. Sunday's my only day off. All I had time, laundry, shopping, and sleep. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Retiring America, one person at a time. This is the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, more unconventional wisdom from your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're in the mailbag, and the second email here today we want to cover states. I've listened to some of your podcasts and have a few questions about Lifestyles Unlimited. Would the two-day seminar and the two-year basic membership be enough for someone to be successful in real estate investing? and create a cash flow or the other more advanced memberships required. I wouldn't be able to attend. Initially, I live in Vancouver, Washington. Will that be a problem? Initial success. So, okay, question number one. Is the basic membership enough? Absolutely. I'll tell you, people have been lives- that have done real estate investing for years come out of the two-day workshop and are just dumbfounded. They say, you know, it was like everything you were talking about was directly to me. Uh, I've made every mistake that you you talked about. And it was like, you know, drinking water out of a fire hose, beginners would say. It's just there's so much material there. But the idea behind the material is to just cram it down your throat for two days so that you can leave there ready to start taking action. And you have to understand, I didn't have all this information given to me. I didn't have the mentoring and all this stuff. I just walked out there and did the stuff by myself and had to hack away at it and, you know, hopefully do the right thing. I did the wrong thing a couple of times because I had nobody to ask and I had nobody, you know, uh, directions to take. You're going to have tremendous amount of information to start with and access to being able to ans- ask some questions and stuff that you might have that you run along the way. So there's absolutely no reason you could not become very successful with just taking the two-day class, all of many, many people have. When you look at the upper-level classes, there's really two things. Sophisticated investing, like syndications, putting them together, owning apartment complexes and managing apartment complexes. These are complex, more complex-type issues. And, um, you know, they, they take some more training. Uh, syndications of themselves uh, are a whole nother layer of complication. And then you take apartments themselves as a whole nother layer of complication. So, yeah, apartments is complicated. Then you put syndications on top of that, which is putting multiple people into a deal. That's even more complicated. So those are the upper level things. But getting in here and getting into real estate, that's absolutely no problem. Now, next question. Vancouver, Washington. Is that a problem? No, absolutely. Theory I have here is live where you want, invest where you should. Uh, we have members all over the country in all 50 states. We have people out of the country, uh, many, many countries now. And they just buy the real estate where the real estate should be bought at, where the best deals are at. And that's kind of what we want you thinking about. That's really what you should be looking at as far as that. All right, let's move on here. Let's see what we got next here. Next question is, or an statement is, 
heard your program on the radio today. Do you think that single-family housing here in Houston is going to go back to 2018 prices? Um, no, nah, that's not going to happen. They're going to go. Da- they may go down, but right now, single-family housing is in. Let's let's look at it. It's in high demand, very high demand. It has very low turnover. It has very low replacement. In other words, there's no new construction in the pipelines. So there's just too much demand and not enough supply for prices to go down much, even if interest rates get high. Now, what is happening is the volume of homes being sold is slowing down because people, fewer and fewer people can afford the payments with the higher interest rates. That's going to happen. Okay. Secondly, uh, what you're going to find is that when people go to buy these houses, they're going to still run into real estate investors. So if the prices were, say, to slip backwards a bit for whatever reason, you know, let's say that, you know, the assumption that, okay, we have a recession and housing actually goes down, which it didn't last time the investors are going to suck them right back up again. As soon as the prices start going down, the investors will just get more excited and buy more houses. That's all there is to it. So the housing prices probably won't go down. Now, I'll give you an example. 2008, when the whole market crashed, completely crashed. Um, so median price homes in Houston were about $150,000 a piece. Um, they didn't go down. In fact, within a year, they were up even higher. Within two years, they were very much higher. Within three or four years, they had gone from 150 to 175 to 200 to 225. Right now, the median price in Houston is about $350,000. So do I believe they'll go back down? Uh, I don't think they're going to go back down hardly at all. Single family. Now, apartments is another story altogether, but single family, I don't think going to go back down very much at all. Now, will there be some one-off sales? Yeah, I think there will be. I think there'll be a lot of one-off sales where somebody runs into a situation where their their loan ran out, they had some kind of short-term financing, and now they've got higher interest rates and it doesn't make any sense. Or what's even more likely is that you'll run into a situation where people lose their jobs. You know, you watch this stuff on TV and you just try not to be political, but when you see uh, Biden... I mean, he is either completely lost it uh, with senality or he's the biggest liar I've ever seen in my life. And he just keeps saying, well, there's no no recession. Not a, that's that's a lie. He actually said that that's a lie. That's a Republican statement. There's a recession on the way. Everybody out there sees it. Every economist out there says it is coming. Right. Whether it be here today, tomorrow, a month or six months, but it's coming. And so, you know, when you look at this situation and say, okay, there's going to be a recession, the recession itself is going to create situations where they're going to cut back on employment, and they've already started doing it. I mean, if you listen to the news at all, you'll see that large companies have already started laying employees off. With that having been said, if certain people that don't have any savings at all get laid off and they can't pay their mortgage payment, those homes are going to come back on the market under distressed sales. And, you know, let's say they bought it for 200000 They put some money down. They paid down, you know, five, six years. Now, all of a sudden, that 200000 they only owe like 170 Well, they might sell it because it's in bad shape for 180 
to get some money out of it, to get out of it, because they they don't have the money to fix it up before they sell it and make it worth the 200 250 that it's actually worth. So you'll see some distressed sales where you can get in, buy them very, very inexpensively, do some rehab on them because the people are just going to walk away. The people that are going to let their home go for twenty or 30000 below market are going to be the people who can't afford to fix them up. They can't afford to do anything. They're just going to throw the key in the mailbox and walk away. And when that happens, when there's blood in the water like that, the sharks will appear. They will suck that stuff up. So it will not let the overall market come crashing down. But there will be some one-offs, you know. That's what's going to happen. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at LifestylesUnlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're in the mailbag. And I've got another email here that I'd like to share with you. Let me go ahead and read this here. It says, thank you for all you do. You have been powerful influence on my life over the last six months. After taking the two-day back in November of 2011, I realized that I needed to sell my dog duplex in Hillsboro, Oregon, which I have around $340,000 of mostly dead equity. I have a sale in escrow that should close in May 31st. So first of all, for people listening who haven't heard about this, they don't understand this. He's got an investment property. He calls it a dog, an older, not very um, appetizing neighborhood maybe, whatever. Whatever reason he's calling it a dog. But the bottom line is the real problem is he's got $340,000 worth of equity in that. So no matter what that duplex is making, and let's say it's $200 on each side, even $400 on each side, $800 a month, he's making that while keeping $340,000 of his money wasted. Because let's just take a look here for a second. I bring, yeah, I brought, brought my phone here. Let's get the calculator out for a second, figure out how much money he's losing there. Um, you figure at $340,000... Uh, if he could pull that money out, the interest on that money up until just recently would have been about 4% times 0.04%. Uh, that's $13,000 a year divided by 12. So that's $1,133 a month. So for $1,133 a month, he can go back out there with $340,000, right? And buy himself a, a, a 10% return. At least, that's the minimum, 340000 times 
be 34000 a year divided by 12 would be $2,833. So for $1,000 a month, you can buy almost $3,000 a month worth of cash flow. It doesn't make any sense not to do it. And so he figured that out. Obviously, he's a member. He has, has that information base, decided to do it. He goes on and says, as a side note, I learned what a retrade was just this week when the buyer demanded that I reduce the sale price by $12,000, which I agreed to after initially hesitating. I'm just hoping the buyer will not back out completely. I wanted to read this for you because I wanted to, you know, people are out there telling you, brokers are already out there telling you that, hey, this isn't going to happen. The prices are not going to go down. Hey, the way the prices start going down is by people balking on deals. And the retrade, I've already retraded two deals myself in the last couple of weeks. Uh, twice I've retraded deals in the last couple of weeks. And I know many, many other people because I own you know, mortgage companies in like seven states now. I'm sorry, not mortgage companies. I'm saying real estate companies in seven states. By the way, I'm actually starting mortgage companies. But right now I have real estate companies. And uh, we're, we're running into retrades all the time. So it's moving from a seller's market where they're telling you to put larger months, large amounts of hard-earnest money down. Hard-earnest money means you can't get it back. You don't close a deal, you lose it to where they're not demanding all that anymore. And they're having retrades and people are allowing the retrades. The sellers say, hey, I want to get out of this thing, man. I see the, I see the picture. You know, I've seen this video before. I've been to this show. I've been to this rodeo, as they say. And uh, I see it's going gonna, it's gonna to be problematic. I want out and I want out now. And this guy's logically saying the same thing. You know, the guy retraded me for 12 grand, probably was overpriced 12 grand, you know, six months ago. And people would have paid it. But right now they're going, hey, it's overpriced 12 grand. I think I'll just pull my money back and wait because, you know, three months, six months from now, I might be able to buy the thing for 50 grand less. That's what's going on right now, whether your real estate broker will admit it to you or not. And they probably won't. But it's what's going on. He goes on and says, anyway, after closing the sale, I was planning to do a 1031 into another property in Phoenix. However, after listening to your recent shows and reading recent emails from Lynn Murrow, I'm reconsidering. Lynn is the executive vice president of our company. She put out a, a position report on the market. And I'm reconsidering if I should purchase right away. My first thought was to reinvest 100% of my sales proceeds now to avoid capital gains tax. However, if this market tanks more than 25%, I may end up on the outside looking in, wishing I had 250000 to put down on a bargain property. Both answers are right. I would prefer to see you do the 1031 if you can find a deal, because just like someone retraded you right now, you might be able to get into a pretty good deal right now instead of waiting. And the difference of what you saved on the taxes, not paying taxes and being able to get into another deal might make the little bit better deal you get right now than what you would have got six months ago. Plus the better tax benefit of staying in the 1031, the combination of those two benefits might end up being a pretty good little deal for you. So I would prefer to see you stay in the 1031. On the other hand, if you can't get the 1031, you can't find something you like well enough and you blow out, then you pay the taxes and go down the line and wait for something that's a little bit deeper discount.
Just don't know for sure there's going to be a deeper discount. That's the problem with that philosophy. I, you know, if you're like me and I've got all the income that I need to be happy and, and be at a level of financial security that I'm comfortable with, then you can sit on funds. I can I can sit and wait it out. I can see if it comes and if it doesn't come, I go, ah, yeah, I thought it would. I missed out. Maybe it's a couple of good deals I could have had because I was waiting for it to go a little lower. That doesn't bother me. But if you're looking to keep your money invested and you bypass that opportunity to get into a deal that could be a good deal for you just simply because you're waiting for a few uh, more discount points on, in the market, you know, then you might miss out on something. And then your money will be trapped outside of deals and you won't be able to get in. So I think you should take the 1031 and go ahead and do it. I myself, if I found something I really, really liked right now, I would take it. In fact, I actually made an offer on a deal the other day and the guy's price was higher than what I had been seeing by 25 basis points. It was about, you know, the cap rate was about 25 basis points higher than what I had been seeing uh, out there, and I offered 25 basis points more than that. Or, and the guy came back and said, nah, nah, I'm already the lowest price out there. You're wanting me to go even lower. And then he countered. And instead of 25 basis points more, he countered it like only 20 basis points more. But it was still even lower price than, you know, he had already offered the lowest price for that kind of product that I'd found. He then allowed me to take him lower. And then I said, no, that's not low enough. And then he came back a week later and said, okay, I'll take your offer. And I said, well, I've already moved on uh, to something else. In other words, I'd already figured, well, what happened was the day he said he would take my offer, they came out with a 75-point interest rate hike. And I said, yeah, I see what you're doing, man. You're scared. You're running scared now. And, uh, and I didn't say all this to him. I said, no, I've already moved on. But uh, it really was a situation where things have changed a lot. When they move 75 basis points, they're telling you, hey, we're making some changes here, guys. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen hard. And then they were saying they might even go further than that. So in my mind, you know, I was willing to wait on the situation. You, on the other hand, have to balance in your own mind, am I going to be able to get my money invested? That's the important point. Can I get my money invested? And I found that I have a sense for that because I have a sense of a certain amount of liquidity I want to keep in mind. Being as old as I am and being that I own so many different businesses, I like a certain amount of liquidity in my bank. I actually have quite a few banks. I would say it's over 20 banks I have my money in. Why? Well, because you can only get the FDIC to, to insure up to a certain amount. It's like $250,000 for you, and if you're married, it's 500000 If you have kids, it could be even more. So if you want to keep your money liquid, ready for the next deal, and you want it to be safe, you need to spread that stuff out. Uh, I also noticed during that period that the interest rates started going back up on those bank accounts, and they're all savings accounts, by the way. I've noticed the interest rates have gone back up. In fact, on average, the interest rates have either doubled or tripled in the last 30 days. So that money sitting in the bank is doing a lot better than it was just a couple weeks ago. All right, we'll take a short break. Be right back.
Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Got a question? Call 855-497-4DELL. That's 855-497-4335. Or email Dell at askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're in the mailbag, and uh, I have another email here to share with you. Uh, it states, I'm a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, but have not been active. I just renewed my membership and plan to pay uh, the investment fee and start investing as soon as the funds from seven real estate investments uh, come in. In other words, he's in previous deals. And I have a couple of questions. Number one, as a passive investor, can I write off any expenses when traveling to visit some of the projects we have invested in other states? The answer is no. That's what passive investing means. Uh, you're not actively involved in it, so the activity of going to look at them is not a tax write-off. Number two, when you state, and by the way, I own real estate all over the country also, but I own all my real estate. Well, I take that back. I do have some passive deals still. I'm still in a couple passive deals. Uh, seven or eight of those, but um, the deals that I own all over the country, those are my deals. They're owning LLCs. The LLCs own them, but that's all passed through. That's my stuff, so I can write that off. Number two, when you state best product, best price, how do you come up with the rent amount to charge regarding best price? Is it the lowest percentage of the comparable rents in the area? Boy, that is a great question. When I first started Lifestyles Unlimited, and when I first started renting, I, I believed that the way to do it was to go out there and put out the best product in the world and offer a rent price that was equal or lesser to everything else on the market. That's basically what I did. So I'd find out what the average rents were. I'd put that average rent out there because it was what you had to pay to get in anywhere else. Um, then what would happen is that people would rent it instantly. That was how I used to do it. Then... A new theory came to me from a marketing guru somewhere, and they explained the fact that there's really three different types of buyers out there. There are low-cost buyers who will buy the lowest-priced piece of garbage you can possibly buy. They don't really care how good it is. There are the price-conscious but still want quality people. And then there are the early adopters, idiots that will pay anything for anything. And so take people like uh, the kinds of people who stand in line in Apple to get the next generation Apple phone or anything else, PlayStation or anything else like that. These are early adopters. They're insane. They're out of their mind. See, I'm not one, so you can hear me picking on them. They stand in line forever to buy. They have to have the newest, latest, greatest gizmo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. For that type of clientele, you want to be more expensive than everybody else so that you are, quote-unquote, exclusive. Now, we have apartment complexes that are brand-new, Class A apartment complexes that go into that type of pricing. They go like, hey, I'm going to create some exclusion. You're, this place is so nice. The location is so good that you're going to want to pay through the nose to be here. Okay? So in that kind of situation, you price that way. Then you take, like, my Class A's, which are all really nice properties. They're in really good parts of town. Right. And so you, when you when you take these properties, you look at them and say, OK, this is best product, still class A product. It's very nice, but there's lots of them. They've been around for years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, still class A properties in good parts of town. 
And so you're in competition with other people. So you've got to be the best quality product on the market, and you've got to be at market prices or slightly below to be able to lease the units. Otherwise, it's just the competition will eat you up. Bottom line, you get all the way down to the other end, and uh, you can lease just about anything if the price is low enough uh, to somebody. That means doesn't mean you get a client uh, that will actually pay the rent or not destroy the place. But even on the low end, you can create the best product and still have the top of the market for that product. In other words, there's A class, B class, C class, and no class at all real estate. If you've got some no class at all real estate or some D class real estate, that means it's in an area that's really a low rent area. You just make it a nice, clean, functional property, and that's the best product. And then you charge really the best price in that neighborhood. And when I say best price, it's the highest price. So, Raul, when we're talking about this, it's the highest price is the best price, not the lowest. In other cases, like I explained, the best price is the lowest prices. goes on and says, I can kick myself for not spending the money years ago to become passive investor with you. I now realize that we lose 20 to 30K in the market at the drop of a hat. I've been listening to your radio show daily and can't wait to jump in with both feet. I do have some passive income from a couple of deals and have made some good returns from some apartment investments, so I have gotten a taste of the lifestyle. Some of my investment deals have stalled as there are not as there was no accountability or training for the leads. Now, these are the deals he's talking about that he did outside of, of Lifestyles Unlimited. He said, um, I'm waiting for the money to come back from seven investments outside of Lifestyles Unlimited, okay? So these are deals that are outside of Lifestyles Unlimited did. I can identify with you on many levels and look forward to meeting you. I have always worked out and eaten properly, so I look 10 years younger than I am, and I want a great life versus a good life, all for now. Ooh, I wish I lived. I wish I looked ten years younger than what I am. That'd be a great thing. That would be a great accomplishment on there, Raul. And you know what Raul's talking about is he got up in some other deals. You can go get in a syndicated deal just about anywhere. The you know, not the case ten years ago, twenty years ago. I really made this a popular thing all across the country that just regular people started doing it. But because I taught how to do it, right? And so thousands. We have 50,000 clients, and those 50,000 clients know 20,000 other people each. You know, you got 200 people each, they know. So it gets around that this stuff's out there, and people start wanting to do it. The problem is they don't have what we have here, which is an organization, a group of people that all agree to play in the sandbox and play fair and follow the same rules and regulations, uh, um, educated under the same level of education, so that when you get into a deal at the Lifestyles uh, investor, you're going to know that they know what they should do. That doesn't mean they'll always do the right thing, but it means they at least know and have agreed to do the right thing. Well, remember this, folks. Not just the money. It's the Lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.